episode 74 of the All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. And we're your... Uh, I used to say it now. I you, don't say it You anymore. know, now you always say I used to say it. Yeah. So you don't need to do that precursor. Okay. Just, just say it. We talk book news. Yeah. Author news and sure. literary yeah. events. Special I spotlights. I could have said literary news. You could have, but yeah. you chose not to. Mm-hmm. So how are you? Fine. Tired. Right. You escaped the escape room. So, I was good we news. put that some context. Yeah. Nick and I did an escape room. Not just the two of us. It wasn't yeah, like just a, you and me. It wasn't like two a team friends. building exercise <laughs> with trust falls and no. puzzles. No, it's for my wife's birthday. Yeah. So, we got a good group. Escape room in Rochester. Yeah. A great escape room. Yeah. Sherlock the yep. end. We can't share the secrets. That's right. We can't. Only so don't even ask. Don't even know. It was so, a lot of fun, though. Yeah. It was, I'd never done anything like that before. I, can't, I still so can't was, tell if that girl was ex- like sarcastic with me when she said I was the most excited person. She's you never seen you an didn't escape room. Me as particularly I know. Excited. So maybe she, she. Maybe that's just part of the script. Maybe mm-hmm, she says it yeah. to everyone. Because if I was the most excited, they're in trouble. I really liked the music. They played like tense music yeah. in the background the whole time. So we just yeah. had the hour. So it's like we have 15 minutes left. The music's like. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's from it Sherlock. A lot of fun. Yeah. It's from the Sherlock movie. Oh, was that the yeah. the Robert Downey Jr. music? Yeah. That, oh, okay. That kind of I didn't you, harpsichord. It. Is that what it is? I haven't seen those movies in a long time. Okay. The Downey Jr. ones. I liked Game of Shadows quite a bit. I didn't so much like the first one. I did like the second one more than the first one. Yeah. I, I want to go back and watch them. I wonder which one Rachel McAdams preferred. I don't know. Because she, she wasn't in the second one <laughs> right. very much. So, yeah. you know, she probably got a nice paycheck without a lot of work. So yeah. anyway, that's what we did for Eric's wife's birthday. Yeah. And it was a lot Scary. of fun. Nick we should do one here. the wall apart. Okay. The lady kept All asking right. you to stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. Uh, the lady inside was... Yeah, we I don't know. A, we had a visit. We had a we had like a I don't know what would you call it, a spectator. Yeah. from the escape room. She kept telling, watching us and making yeah. sure we didn't ruin anything. So. The tone was off when she was like, "Don't open that bookcase," yeah. and you're like, <laughs> "I'm gonna." It was misleading. Uh-huh. I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do, but in fact, I was doing the one thing you're not supposed to yeah. do. So <laughs> well, it all worked out in the yeah. end. So anyway, uh, what have you been reading, buddy? Uh, Let's oh, talk shoot. bookmark. I, I don't have my Goodreads open. Well, on my you. phone. Oh, look at that! I got it. Do you want me to tell you what I've been reading? Yeah. Okay. You always read more than me. Thank you. Actually, uh, I think I got you beat this weekend. I finished. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I oh. finished quite a bunch of stuff over the break. No, I took a went. long weekend. Well, so did I. Well, I took Friday off, though. So <sighs> I had a four-day weekend, which I haven't had in a right. long time. So I did quite a bit of reading. I read I Am America, and So Can You by Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Have you read that? No, but I've read America and Earth by Jon Stewart. Ah, uh, yeah. I've only read America by The Daily Show book. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Is Earth good? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Nice. We listened to the audiobook of this one. So Stephen Colbert reads it, and he has a couple other like people read it. John Stewart read one. It was very funny. So it was uh, definitely definitely worth the read, and the audiobook made it even more fun because Colbert delivers it so well. I read Shockaholic, Carrie Fisher's second uh, memoir. Yeah. Uh, not as impressive as Wishful Drinking. It felt like uh, uh, the too deleted. soon. Sorry. I mean, it was still good. The writing is great. You know, she's her style is just very fluid and natural. But this felt a little bit more like, you know, like deleted scenes from Wishful Drinking. It wasn't mm-hmm. as cohesive as the other one was. Okay. Uh, so I would still recommend it. It's a quick read. It's still fun. You can fun. just watch her, uh, her performance of that, her live yeah, act. Yeah, yeah. It's on HBO. Yeah, she toured it. I know. It is in the system. I have it on hold, but mm-hmm. everybody has it on hold. So oh. sooner or later, okay, I'll get it. Uh, I've not abused my power to push myself higher on the holds list, because I'm ethical. But um, Anyway, that was good. We just got our copy of The Princess Diarist in, so I've I've been wanting to read that as well. It's her her, uh, diaries and commentary that she was doing uh, while making Star Wars. Yeah, that's that's where we find out she had an affair with Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, Ford, yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. 
I wasn't really. No, I wasn't. Did you see? Did I already talk on the podcast what Mark Hamill said? No. He said he was oh, just he was, yeah. he was just too busy like being into himself to right. know any of that was going on. <laughs> right. He was just too busy being beautiful, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so I read uh, Before the Awakening by Greg Rucka, a Y, or maybe even a J Junior series, uh, set before The Force Awakens. Oh, so yeah. I don't know why. I just yeah. was interested and happened to pick it up. I've read Greg Rucka's comic stuff. Yeah. So that's like what three a.m., four a.m. for The Force. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I finished, I had been reading, and I finished The Daily Show Oral History, which is just uh, the John Stewart so just years. all on I guess, Daily yeah, accidentally. Right the, the Daily Show was a Christmas present. So next is uh, Trevor Knows. Yeah, yeah, I do want to read that. I so do want to read that. The Daily Show Oral History was good. It's all, I mean, it is an oral history. It's just producers and mm-hmm. correspondents and people um, telling stories and stuff. And then they're organized in a way that it follows a natural progression. It took some time getting used to because there's not a lot of like overarching narrative. It was just... These, I read a so. few... Back in school, I read a few books about uh, political satire uh-huh. on TV and everything. And there were a few... like I read a few like histories of The Daily Show and stuff like mm. that. So I'd be interesting how much of what I read might be in that too. Yeah. Yeah, so. probably. I would have liked a little bit more uh, on the early stuff, like the Craig Kilborn era, yeah. and a little bit more on the transition into Trevor Noah. And it, w- it was just John Stewart focused, which is mm-hmm. fine. Right. But I was curious about those things and, yeah. and would have liked to have known more. But I, I would Did recommend see his movie? fans of The Daily Show. Rosewater. No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't. But that's sort of what led to the rise of John Oliver because he took off a summer from The Daily Show to do that. John Oliver filled in as guest host. And then uh, they didn't yeah. like lock him up yeah. they didn't put a deal in place so he hopped over to hbo yeah. i remember when uh steve carell i mean back when he was mm, on it when yeah. he, he covered for a week or two mm-hmm. so. yeah rob cordry did for quite a bit anyway good stuff on the daily yeah. show there i read some graphic novels uh i reread jughead because i've been loving the archie series so much and i didn't like <laughs> jughead so much so i reread it and i liked it a lot more this time huh. i think the humor landed for me a little bit better surprise ending I've, yeah. Now that I've read the other stuff, okay. but well, now that you knew that it was it's like, very different. It yeah. goes, it goes in like you know these weird asides where he, you know, suddenly they're like in the Game of Thrones and stuff, and it just mm-hmm. the first time I was like, what is this? And yeah. I was prepared for it, so pretty good. Second volume I think comes out in March. That sounds right. Are you going to follow any of those series? Do you think for the why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get them. Josie and the Pussycats and. Uh, We'll Betty and Veronica, Veronica yeah. come out we'll over the summer, I think. So. I haven't seen our really creepy, uh, what's her name? The Witch. Oh, Sabrina. Sabrina the I haven't seen witch. the creepy. Jeez. We got a copy yeah. of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the new like Vertigo yeah. style like yeah. one, and it's never here anymore. It's too scary. Yeah. I, I can never read that. Sabrina uh, makes her debut in the in the real, like the main Archie series in Jughead Volume 2. Yeah. So it's a lot she of magic. Archie talk that probably no one but me and Mark Wade are interested in, but yeah. And people from uh, my hometown of Haverhill, Massachusetts. Because it was the basis for well, Riverdale. Yeah. I'm also excited about the Riverdale show. That's yeah. coming out on, on CW. Your Archie January 26th. You coming over? You got to come watch it. Uh, <laughs> when is this? It's January 26th. Oh, really? That's yeah. soon. I know. It is soon. All right. uh, I read Earth 2, Tower of Fate. I like the Earth 2 series. It's weird. This is set in a parallel. <laughs> I was about to say, you better context yeah, that a, for some it's people. A, it's a series, a DC comic series set in a parallel Earth. So it's a different uh, Flash, Hot Girl, and uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. So just I like it because it's sort of self-contained. You don't have to worry about all the other stuff yeah. going on. Um, and then finally, I read Amazing X-Men, the quest for Nightcrawler, search yeah. for Nightcrawler. It's the it was quest. good. It was quirky and weird. I did not I expect it. it all to be That's a, the like, same... Uh, 
same guy who wrote the uh, Wolverine in the X-Men series where Wolverine oh, takes over the okay, school. Yeah. And that's also quirky weird, yeah. but I loved it. I didn't dig into that so much. I read the yeah. first volume and was kind of like, meh. Yeah. But I know we have volume two of Amazing X-Men coming, so yeah. I do want to read that. Quest for Nightcrawler was pretty out. fun. Yeah, it's it very is swashbuckly. Fun. Yeah, it Nightcraw- is. Definitely. Nightcrawler has been gone for a while yeah. in the comics since yeah. uh, Second Coming. I'm not going to get into the X-Men history. I could. I could do a whole yes, podcast know, on X-Men history. <gasps> do you want to do a... Podcast on X-Men history? Yeah. We can do it when the Logan movie comes out. Great. Well, I meant like a full-time <laughs> a separate pod- podcast. A separate podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Just an yeah. X-Men podcast yeah. every day, every week. I would be learning along with our listeners. So <laughs> okay. I could be fun. I could yeah. be their way in. Yeah. Their what I liked out. about that comic was that it's like the art was also very like fun and colorful. Yeah. And so it all it just it was just a fun comic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a good standalone too. Yeah. It, it's one of our more popular ones here yeah, at the library. The David uh, A. Hell Public Library. I know. I'm currently reading Star Trek The Lost Years. What is that? By J.M. Dillard. It's set between, like, the end of the series and the start of the movies in that, like, middle period. Is that a period. book? It's a book. Okay. Yeah. It's a four-book. I can never tell. It's a four-book series. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Pretty Always bring nerdy. Star Trek. I just want to... This is, like, the first time I've talked about X-Men in a while. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, but you talk about Star Trek every week. Not every week. Maybe every week. I, I gave I Nick I a knowing, know. a he knowing he look there. He gave me, gave me kind of a Whoopi Goldberg look. Yeah. Hey! There. You remember that dream I had oh, don't. about uh, Please don't Sister, talk Act about Sister Act 3? No. Here's what happened. Two days ago, I had another dream, oh. but it wasn't about Sister Act 3. It was about me knowing that it was yeah. a dream and me trying to convince people that it's funny that I had a dream about Sister Act 3. Yeah. So now my dreams are trying to convince yeah. people that this it's like funny. It's like Inception. You just yeah. keep your dreams. I just keep falling into this dream. Sister Act. You know how like when somebody says, oh, I had this weird dream, and when you're the person hearing yeah. that, you think, please don't tell me about your dream. Uh-huh. That's me and all of our listeners right now. Hmm. Nobody wants to hear all about right. your dreams. Jeez. I'm all sorry. Right. No, I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> that tell, was fine. Tell me more about your dreams. No, were, were you wearing pants? Was it one of those no, situations just, where just you showed up? It's a dream where I was telling people that my dream was funny. I don't want to get into it. And you were there. Okay. What did I read? I don't know. I, I asked you that before. And I read Micro by Michael Crichton. Ah, and Preston? Douglas Preston? Yeah, right? Douglas Preston. Yeah, I like Micro. I couldn't tell. Good stuff. I don't know. There were some times where the writing wasn't completely up to snuff, and I'm like, is that Preston? Hmm. Was that Crichton on his way out? So, Well, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it wasn't a completed manuscript, so yeah. he probably so, would have done another draft or two, yeah. so hard to say. Yeah. But it was good. It was Jurassic Parky. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's Jurassic Parky, I guess, yeah. is my description. Uh, of you're it. more of a Crichton expert than me. I didn't notice any, like, suddenly. No, I had a hard time writing, knowing but... when. One author okay. started and the other began. I never heard just how completed it was. Like, yeah. was the whole thing outlined? Did Preston have to finish it? I don't you know, know. I don't know. They said mostly completed, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's better than Pirate's Latitude. That's true. <laughs> it is better than Pirate's Latitude. Yeah. I, um, I was surprised. There's a character that you think is the main character. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah. And it was just a surprise. I'm like, oh, well, I did not think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was very... I don't know. It's the first time that's happened in a Michael Crichton book for me anyway. Oh, Usually, okay. like, you know which character yeah. is going to. Yeah. But, um, Sometimes else? characters die and it doesn't matter because they come back in the second book anyway. Yeah, you're talking so, about Anne Malcolm and yeah, the Lost World? Yep. <laughs> um, what, what else about that book? That was, uh, It was good. It was gross. It was It was probably gross. one of his grossest books. It was books. gross, yeah. Um, They're shrunk, so there's a yeah. lot of gross bugs. It's funny, though, because he's talking happened. about a lot of, uh, yeah, it is a lot of gross bug stuff. A lot mm-hmm. of wasp laying eggs in people's <laughs> arms. <laughs> Pass. Should I not have... I don't want to hear it. He, it was talking about, like, you know, nanobots again and everything, yeah. but he, he had also just done that with Prey. I said also just, but that mm-hmm. was a few years before, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, which was... I thought, like, oh, we're going to read it again. Um, his, there was stuff. 
it had like some of his best and worst tendencies in it. Mm. Like with the characters, like it used to be. Like I remember reading Jurassic Park, and like you know the characters. And now you're a fan of Jurassic Park, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right, go on. I, yeah, I yep. wish I could explain to our listeners yep. uh, why that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, in like the first Jurassic Park book, like yeah. the characters might not be like super well defined. Yeah. Like you, they might not be like multi-dimensional characters, but they have like a history. Mm-hmm. Like each, he he'll usually spend like two, like a whole chapter just telling you about how the character right. got from uh, where he used to be to the point in the book, mm-hmm. and you learned a lot about that character even if like the character himself wasn't yeah it was a little more exposition than just like a natural you get to know this character in micro there's very little of that too Hmm. it's just like a paragraph for each character like this character moved from germany is now here and that's all you get of that character and then they never develop either so the character no i think that was just i think you just want them to get micro you want them yeah. to get little and start yeah. like living but their high I, I, the kids. I guess I noticed that. Reality. I guess I noticed he was doing that more. Like he was just maybe he just wanted to get to the ideas and the stuff faster. Maybe yeah. he was just more impatient as he got older. Yeah, well, uh, it's so hard to know like, when it's next incomplete. was like that. Um, oh, was it? Okay, state of fear was a little like that. So mm-hmm. there you go. Now you really just micro. have you can't avoid airframe yeah. very much. This longer. one micro. Yeah, I have to read airframe now. Like uh, micro struck me as like maybe he actually did plan. Like a sequel. Could be. Or want to do sometimes. Is The Lost World the only sequel? That he did? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. All right. Got you there. Uh, and that's it. I read a bunch of comic books. I don't want to get into it. What? What do you mean? I read Paper Girls. Volume ah, two. yeah. The funniest Brian part of that Cable was... Uh, so it's a bunch of girls from the 80s. They're yeah. time traveling by yeah. accident. They're all like lost in time and everything. And they come to the present. And on TV... They turn on the TV, which they think, one, is amazing how big it is and everything. But then they turn it on, and it's a... And thin. How thin. Yeah. Yeah. It's a commercial for the newest Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. And, like, they just can't... They're just, like, they're mind blown by the turtles. They're just, like, it's like 3D, but without the... That was funny. Yeah. I cracked up at that. Yeah. Um, I read some Batman. Not so good. Oh. Scott Uh, Snyder stuff. Scott Snyder stuff. Uh, Kind of a letdown. Endgame. It was, like, this big Batman Joker story. And it was kind of a letdown after... uh, Death of the Family. And then I read some... I read read Poe Dameron, which was eh. fine. Yeah. But it's too new. Start the... He's too new of a character. Like, the movie... Like, we haven't seen him enough in the movies to know what he's like to write about him. Well, I think that that... I think that's why it was such a missed opportunity, because they could have used the comic to flesh him out. Yeah, but then, like... But they didn't. In the second movie, I mean, in the, you know, episode eight, they might change all of that. Yeah. It's just... It just feels like... We just don't know enough to really base a story off him yet. Yeah. So we just know it that probably would have worked if it would have been like Black Squadron. Like it would have been the whole team, yeah. and so we didn't really have to like. I guess I just don't dig in. Here's what I don't understand about the new Star Wars movie. I don't understand the politics. Yeah. I don't understand what the resistance is resisting against, right. and I don't understand who's the leading government. Is yeah. it the new like? It uh, is the new republic. It's the new republic, but yeah. you've got the old empire, whatever they're called. I can't yeah. remember. First order. The first order. Yeah. So I guess I just don't know. So what's who's the resistance in turn? Like, wouldn't they just be the new republic's army? Yeah, but they're sort of like they're sort of a fanatical branch. Like the new republic doesn't see the the first order as like a huge enemy. They don't feel like they're fighting a war. Mm-hmm. They're too like fractured and so mm. leia starts the rebellion or what, what it's called is that what it's just called the, the resistance the resistance the resistance leia did you learn this from resistance uh, to go and like 
Bloodsport or whatever it was Fight called. Them. Bloodlines. Yeah, in part. Bloodsports is yeah. a John Claude Van Damme yeah. movie. Yeah. So starring Princess Leia. Yeah, Lea. it does go a little deep into the politics in, in Bloodline. Yeah. Claudia Gray. You read Bloodline. it. I didn't. I know. I just you said the name differently and then All I right. couldn't remember what it really was. I'm reading so, anyway. um Every Hidden Thing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? We talked about it in our, our Sexy New Books oh, segment. Oh, yeah. It's the one about the 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 boy and the girl. Their fathers are competing uh, paleontologists. Yes. Uh, they're off to go discover oh, the you're T-Rex. You're so relevant. Look at you. This is like a sequel episode. Yeah. So you're following up so, on it. Well, I was like, I, I just I need to read a YA book. I realized I hadn't read one mm. in a month or two. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed that one. So, so far, so good. Nice. Talking about dinosaurs every okay. now and then. Yeah. Mainly, it's just And about, now you, you do like the dinosaurs. Do I like dinosaurs? Yeah, uh, occasionally. You do, okay, yeah. Sometimes. Sorry. In, in s- somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Small doses. So. Sure, sure, sure. I guess we talked most about Jurassic Park love and dinosaur love back uh, early, the early, early episodes. Yeah. Back when I was trying to Season read Dinosaur one. Lords Season and I was one. let down. Yeah. Season one, is that yeah. what we call yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So that's it. Yep. All right. That's all I read. Exciting oh, stuff. and I watched Alien Resurrection. Ah. That has no bearing. No. But it it it's kind of good for me because uh-huh. I watched the first Alien back in like 2005, 2004, uh-huh. and I've slowly watched the rest of the series since then. I've only seen Prometheus. That's it. Oh, where? I saw a little bit of Paul Reiser once on TV, and that's it. On a- Aliens. Oh, like he was in, he was in Aliens yeah, I was on like, TV. what is this? Yeah. What is this weird Paul yeah. Reiser movie? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think anybody calls Aliens a Paul Reiser movie. <laughs> then I figured it out eventually, yeah. but I was still very so. confused by the fact that Paul Reiser It's only, was in it, it's so. taken me... I guess 12, 13 years to watch four Alien films. Well, you've done it. Yeah. You've done it. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of the franchise. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess, was, yeah, three is my favorite, which makes me like the least popular person in a room full of Alien fans. Interesting. Yeah. I finished Mad Men over the weekend. The show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We like... Boy, we're relevant. I know. Mad Men and <laughs> Alien Resurrection. Well, we start... Like, we watched the pilot of Mad Men, like, live when it aired, yeah. and then, like, stuck with it, and then we didn't have cable anymore, and yeah. blah, 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 and we never, like, actually saw the final season, so checked it out from the old STLS system and finished it, and mm-hmm. now it's, like, bittersweet. I miss it. Sorry, It's a good show. You're not into it, right? It's fine. I've watched three seasons. Yeah, but you're not, like... I mean, enough to say you... I've watched three seasons. Are you going to continue? I don't know. Yeah. So... so you're not that in it. So depressing yeah yeah uh, yeah know. okay that's it okay all right sorry i got no sleep there's last like a night, surface so i'm not like super... i guess it's like the deeper issues and yeah. the, it's it's a long game you know? i, I guess like, i'm more looking. interested in the actual business of advertising when huh. it happens on the show unless i think in the 60s yeah okay. unless more on like who's sleeping with who right so okay that's all all right so you want to know about us potato chips not not Don's latest conquest. No, I, I guess. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Works for so. me. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk book stuff. Book. What do we call this? It's just book news. Book news. Book okay. stuff. Book stuff. What's <laughs> uh, coming out in January seventeenth? Yeah, that's technically today. People are going to know because we didn't have one out yesterday. That's, but it was know. the it was the holiday. I know. Normally we're really good about this. Yeah. But Nick. You did. He just didn't want to record. That's not I was true. like, Nick, we got to record I'm something. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I had a little, um, I had some books here that I wanted to mention. So January 16th is when we celebrated Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, obviously his his message of freedom and inclusion and all that is is relevant all the time. So it's it's nice to have this day to uh, uh, set aside to, to think about that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just pulled, pulled aside a couple of books here uh, about Martin Luther King, that time, his mission, and all that uh, that I wanted to mention uh, for anybody who's interested in looking uh, ahead. Probably the, the, the best, most... Um, 
um, the best, now, the one most. That... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm losing the word. The uh-huh. one that really like gets down in depth for the whole thing is a three-part uh, biography trilogy by Taylor Branch. Uh, it, this won the Pulitzer Prize, this trilogy. So the books are Parting the Waters, America and the King Years, 1954 to 1963, uh, Pillars of Fire, America and the King Years, 1963 to 1965, and At Canaan's Edge, America and the King Years, 1965 to 1968. Mm-hmm. So it takes those what, 14 years and digs deep. So this is a sort of one-stop shopping there to, to yeah. get the whole landscape. And, and this did win the Pulitzer Prize. So this is sort of held up as, you know, the place to go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, these are available in our system. We can always get this kind of stuff. We have so. the graphic novel series March. Yes, which has been hugely popular. Yeah, it really so. it won awards. The third one, just the last one, just won an award as well, mm-hmm. right? It was, yeah, it uh, did. It did. Mm-hmm. What is that? Not the Man Booker. Was it the National Book? Yes. Yes, so. it was in the National Book Awards. Yeah, so, yeah. Goodreads Awards as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that shows its popularity, too. Yeah. I think that's a really clever way to approach that yeah. topic because... Um, you know they're well received graphic novels, yeah. so you know a kid can pick that up. Well, it's like it's mouse and, and engaging, uh, yeah. Persopolis, like yeah. you're probably going to get. I mean, people who read, you know, for that read that stuff educationally, anyways, will pick it up. But people who don't might still pick it up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's. I think it's much more likely that somebody would accidentally come across the. Uh, the graphic novel, you know, then somebody, you know, a teen or whoever, who's just going to like dig through the nonfiction. It's just, it's another way I think to get that kind of stuff out there. So, and we do have all three in the YA graphics. That's true. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. What's coming out January 17th? Uh, Actually, there is a book that is coming out the 16th. It came out the 16th. Boy. Never, never. Really messed up. By James Patterson. Okay. What's wrong? Nothing. You just looked over all concerned. Is it your Captain Kirk? No, I'm good. Uh, James Patterson and Candace Fox. Okay. Never, never. Never, never. Okay. Nothing? I don't know. No, I don't know anything about okay. it. Okay. Well, it's book two. Oh, okay. Of, uh, I don't know. It says, in the never, never, no one knows if you're dead or alive, Ugh. which I guess could be true. Is that his weird, like, dystopian sci-fi one? I don't know. Okay. I'm never, never going to read it. Oh. Uh, there's There's not a lot of books coming out this month. All right. Uh, this month, I mean, this week. Last week was the. Oh, okay. That's Harriet Blue, Detective Harriet Blue. It's an Australian um, mystery series. Okay. It started as a bookshop. All right. Got it. Black and Blue. Okay. If you'll recall, we talked about that quite a bit. Wait, didn't that wasn't that Private Down Under? No. Okay. It's too confusing. <laughs> yeah. The, the Patter, the Patterverse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, indelible. A masterful, enthralling debut novel about fate, family secrets, and the stories of our, our bodies tell by uh, Dahlia Saunders. Okay. Uh, she has an unsettling gift. She sees the truth about people written on their skin. Names, de- details, both banal and profound. What huh. does banal mean? I don't know. Okay. Uh, so that's neat. She's like a reverse tattoo man. <laughs> yeah. Illustrated man. Mm-hmm. Tattoo man is a... DC villain? I don't a know. DC superhero universe villain? Yeah, he's D-Squad. I don't Illustrated know. Man is a Ray Bradbury book. That's yeah. the one I was going okay. about. All right. Night of Fire by Colin Thurbron. Okay. He's an award-winning, best-selling novelist and a travel writer. And he returns to fiction with the first novel in more than a decade. So that's why I haven't heard of him. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back, Colin. Mm-hmm. Like, welcome back, Cotter. Cart. Right. The Colin. <laughs> uh, Even though I said Cotter, you still... I said Carter. You said Carter. Yeah. yeah. That would be like if Jimmy Carter made a surprise return to the presidency. 
guess. He's still eligible. Just one term. So really? Yeah, you can come What's back. What's he doing? Uh, Habitat for Humanity. Oh, okay. Writing books. Mm-hmm. It's probably fine then. Yeah. Uh, hey, Harry. Hey, Matilda. By Rachel Hoolin. Hmm. Holland. You're picking weird things. Nah, this is all that's out. Okay. Remember last week when it was all like from, if you enjoyed. Yeah, it was a bounty. Yeah, it was, it a, was bounty. a bounty. Uh, hey, Harry. Hey, Matilda is the story told entirely in hilarious emails. Oh, oh that's clever. Boy. Emails. If you have to say it's hilarious. Yeah. A fraternal twins, Harry and Matilda Goodman, as they fumble into adulthood, telling lies and keeping secrets, and finally confronting their complicated twinship. Well, if there's anything twin teenagers do, it's email each other all I the know. time. That's so. great. They must be older. They had they to, this. This is an old. Somebody wrote this years ago, and they're yeah. dusting it off. They had to. Yeah. They had to go through and change email yeah. or right. from fax. Hey, Harry at they fax Yahoo. each other. Dot yeah. com. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hotmail. Yeah. Oh. Hotmail. Hotmail's gross. <laughs> I'm always uh, surprised when people have an AOL email address. I know. I'm like, how is that still a thing? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like Nick name's still open. I think CompuServe. I think we could. <laughs> you and I could still log back into. Instant Messenger. Could we? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Let's I don't remember my password. No, I don't either. So huh. I think I did try to just log in recently, and I yeah. couldn't remember my password at all. I don't even think it's attached to the same email anymore. Weird. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Human Axe by Han Kang. I'm sorry. Axe is in like axe, like a fireman's axe. No. Or axe is in things you do, or axe is in ask you a question. No. Axe, like axe in a play. Axe. A C T S. Yes. Okay. The human axe would be pretty um, cool. In the mist. In <laughs> the like, mi- <laughs> just chops through a door with his axe-shaped body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't read that? I guess. You're a liar. Um, Why don't you go dream about Sister Axe some more? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to bring it down a bit. Because okay. this yeah, is from Man right. Booker, we international prize-winning author of The Vegetarian. Uh, it's about the violent student uprising in South Korea. So, well, thanks for making me look like an idiot. Well, you know, I tried. I just joked about Sister Act. Now you're getting all heavy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, human Acts. Sister Acts 3, Human Acts. That's what oh, you were yeah, that's trying what to I was make thinking. fun of. Yeah. Yeah. You're a monster. Yeah. The Futures. Did you Plural. hear the S at the end? Plural. Yeah, The Futures. Okay. And a one. dazzling debut. Oh, wait. By Anna Patonic- Patoniak. Anna Paquin. No. Oh. She's busy being cut from X-Men movies. (laughs) In the dazzling debut novel about love and betrayal, a young couple moves to New York City in search of success, only to learn that the lives they dream of may come with dangerous strings attached. Futures. Yeah, futures. Okay. Uh, What's the last sentence here? I'm right here. What? I can't see your screen. The Futures is a glittering story of a couple coming of age and a searing portrait of what it's like to be young and full of hope in New York City, a place that so often seems determined to break us down. Doesn't it? But ultimately, maybe the very thing that saves us. Mm. Yeah. There's been a few times where New so York City true. has saved me. Yeah. Uh, so the, true. The Nowhere Man. <gasps> Please listen. Bit, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah. He's a bit like me and you. Yeah. Is that how it's? Yeah. Well, no. What, what's the one I say? I don't know. He's a bit like you and me okay. is the real lyric. All right. And I think that's, but if you said me and you, it would rhyme. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Nowhere Man, an orphan X novel by Greg Horowitz. Greg Horowitz. Yeah. What does he write? Why do I know kids that book name? sometimes. Yeah. Is Orphan did X a kid's book? No. Did he just write that? Uh, he writes Alex Ryder, doesn't he? Maybe. And he wrote that Sherlock Holmes recently? Is that right? Maybe. I don't know. Yes. Why don't you look up Greg Horowitz's uh, well, bibliography? I don't know what you just said. Greg Horowitz. <laughs> I can't say it. The Rising 
By Bruce Springsteen? By Bruce Springsteen. No, by Heather Graham. <laughs> what? And John Land. Oh, Heather. Yeah, Heather. She's getting a co-author now. Come on now. From acclaimed thriller suspense novelist Heather Graham and John Land comes a story of action, mystery, and endurance of young love in The Rising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a few songs about young love in Bruce Springsteen's The Rising. Bruce Springsteen's The Rising. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 24 hours. That's all it takes for the lives of two young people to be changed forever. Yeah, it makes sense. When they move to New York City. <gasps> It'll save them. Yep. And communicate through their emails. Wow, that's so great. It's all coming back. Talk uh, about your nowhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got two young adult books. Did okay. you find anything about Greg Horowitz? I don't know how to spell the name, so no, I didn't. H U R I W I T Z. I don't know what I just spelled. <laughs> oh, two G's. Oh, okay, so this is not who I'm thinking then. Oh. Yep. Evan Smoke. He writes the Evan Smoke books. That's okay. what we're talking about? Yeah. I guess so. All right, I'm with you now. All right. So two young adult books, here we go. History is All You Left Me by Adam Silvera. This comes out January 17th mm. as well. Okay. Uh, Nicola, uh, Nicola Yoon, who wrote Everything Everything, says, this book will make you cry, think, and then cry some more. Mm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Hey, you know what? I've read Greg Hurwitz's Batman book. Batman, The Dark Knight, Volume 2, Cycle of Violence. Oh, there you go. I must have read that so too. who am I thinking of? Is it Anthony Hurwitz? Who writes those? Yeah, Anthony Horowitz. There you go. Okay. Uh, when Griffin's first love and ex-boyfriend Theo dies in a drowning accident. Theo from uh, the Cosby Show? No. Yes. <laughs> Theo from the Cosby Show. His universe implodes. Man, that's sad. You know what's really sad? I didn't do a Bill Cosby impression because it's all tainted now. Can't do it. Yeah. Sad that you even just brought it up. Yeah, well. Uh, car- oh, this is the big one. This is the big young adult book. Okay. Probably won't be here. No one will check it out. It'll just sit there for oh, weeks. Hey, hey. Months. Don't take it so hard. Carve the Mark. That's a stupid name. Well, you tell that to James Veronica Jeffrey. Roth. Oh. Author of the Divergent series. Well, people are lukewarm about the Divergent series. You loved it. No, I didn't love it. You loved the book. I liked it. You loved the movie. I like three-starred it. The movies are nonsensical. The movies are bad. The movies make zero sense. Well, if you liked Divergent... Did anyone? Some people did. Seriously, though. Let's talk about this for a minute. Because Divergent? you have, like... Yeah. Because you have things like The Hunger Games, The uh-huh. Maze Runner, and they have these, like, hardcore, serious, devoted fans who uh-huh. love these. And they, they especially, especially The Hunger Games, like, bleed over into, like, adult readers and other things. I don't think that Divergent has that. Like, I don't think it's on that same level. I feel like people think it is mm-hmm. because of the failed movies slash new TV show. I think it did pretty good. Did, does it? It still checks out. Really? Ford checked out. We got that, like, little short story collection of four. Yeah. But would you put it on par with the other ones? Popularity-wise? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. That It's before my time. Okay. And working in the industry. Well, this was a rewarding conversation. Sorry, man. So, thank you. Uh, I don't... I mean... I remember seeing it in stores all the time and being like, what is this? What yeah, is Divergent? Because no one was buying it. Are you, would you ever read the rest of the trilogy? No. Oh, I've seen the movie. I've sorry. seen three movies. Okay. No, I'm not going to read two more books. Is the third movie any good? No. Oh, okay. It was terrible. <laughs> sorry. The third movie killed the franchise. Yeah. The third movie should have ended the franchise, yeah, but instead but it, it killed it. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. It was so boring. Miles Teller, he's hilarious in it because his character just feels like it's representing... Uh, Maybe Miles Teller himself, because yeah. there's so many times he's like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I'm done. I'm sick of this. It's uh, like, okay, was that ad Yeah. <laughs> was that awesome? Seriously. Uh, fans he, of... He made two very fatal mistakes. Fantastic Four. Yeah. Signing on for the steaming turd that is the Divergent film series. Yeah. So, 
Poor guy. Yeah. Whiplash is great, though. Yeah, it is. It's good stuff. That's the only good thing I've ever seen him in. I've seen him in other good things. Name me one I other thing. I can't think of the name of it. Okay. But I've seen him in other good things. All right. War Dogs. He's got that other one with Shalane Woodley that's pretty good. Good luck of right now. No, uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, fans of Star Wars and Divergent will revel in international best-selling author Veronica Ross' stunning new science fiction fantasy series. On a planet where violence and vengeance rule. In a galaxy where some are favored by fate, everyone develops... Hold on. Everyone develops a current gift. That's one word. A current gift. No, no spacing. A unique power meant to shape the future. While most benefit from their current gifts, Akos... Mm. Oh, boy. I hope I pronounced that wrong. Akos and Kyra. Kyra with a C-Y-R-A. Okay. Do not... Their gifts make them vulnerable to others' controls. Can, Can we, they claim oh. their gifts, their fates, and their lives and reset the balance of power to the world? Hmm. Oh, boy. Hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Kyra is the sister of the brutal tyrant who rules the Shotet people. Kyra's current gift gives her pain and power, something her oh, brother boy. exploits, using her to torture his enemies. But Kyra is much more than just a blade in her brother's hand. She is resilient, quick on her feet, and smarter than he knows. Akos is from the peace-loving nation of Thuve, and his loyalty to his family is limitless. Though protected by his unusual current gift, once Akos and his brother are captured by enemy Shotech soldiers, Akos is desperately trying to get his brother out alive, no matter what the cost. When I Akos don't is, like this. When Akos is thrust into Kyra's world, the enmity between their countries and families seems insurmountable. They must decide to help each other to survive or destroy one another. Bravo. Carve the mark. Bravo. <laughs> Carve the mark. So it sounds like they're little current gifts, which, first of all, is a <laughs> stupid term. But it sounds like those are going to be used similar to the way, like, the factions in Divergent were used. Right? I don't know, man. Like. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe kids will be like, oh, I'm in the Shotid people <laughs> clan. <laughs> so. Uh, too bad her current gift isn't yeah. storytelling. I Sometimes it's just like. Some people will probably be named John yeah. and David yeah. in the future. Yeah. They might be named, you know, Brittany. Yeah. yeah. I told you how in the Star Wars Expanded Universe, Jason Solo, it took me years to, to figure realize out that his name Jason. was just Jason. Right, but they spelled just it differently. Jason. Yeah. yeah. So, it makes it a lot easier. But, I mean, this is, this is just... It's the same thing with, like, Katniss and everything. I'm like, well, how far in the future is this? But that's at least a name that we can say. I mean, yeah. it follows the rules of phonics. We know what a cat is. It could is. be A-K-O- it's A-K-O-S. A-K-O-S. So it could be... Can we call him Bakos? Bakos. <laughs> little faux bacon you put in your salad? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. But what if we just call him faux bacon? Yeah. What if we just don't read the book? Yeah, that, that's also an All option. Right. A really viable option. What, what do we got? We I don't spend know, a lot man. of time making you fun of Veronica me. Roth for yeah, her success. Well, and she, didn't, she never hurt anyone. Multiple Well, houses. except for Miles Teller's career. Other than that, <laughs> she never hurt anyone. Miles Teller's made his own choice. He did. He, he saw the Fantastic Four contract before yeah, he signed it. He did. He was like, what could go wrong? Sign me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think he signed that before? I mean, he's not really a name. No. We only know him because... He, he made sure of that. Fantastic <laughs> Four and Divergent. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, hey, they, Paul well, Reiser, also in Whiplash. Just to tie it all together. true, yeah. <laughs> Paul Reiser. <laughs> Is that it? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Go ahead. Let's talk. Let's talk large print. Uh, boy, that book you just described sounded silly. So I'm going to go with something that doesn't sound silly at all and tell you that, folks, 
you can get it on the ground floor of Dewberry Farm for the number one book in the Dewberry Farm mystery series uh-huh. by Karen Mac- McInerney called Killer Jam. Mm. Killer Jam. Killer Jam. So the cover is great. I mean, the cover, the cover of this is great. You've got a, you've got a farm yeah. in the background. Yeah. Uh, you've got what Death looks... Death Punk produces Killer Jams all the time. Yeah. Nobody, that's true. Nobody You're right. About You're them. right. You've got a cow grazing in a field, lovely house behind him. you got some newspapers, and you got some spilled jam right on the cover. Yeah. So that tells you everything you yeah. need to know. This is a Dewberry Farm Mystery Killer Jam. Let's talk about <laughs> the title. Let's talk about the title. Oh, that's like... not an expression. What? Killer Jam? Killer Jam. Well, if the jam is killer. Yeah, but I mean, it's not It's not one of those things where it's like... Like if you're allergic I'm to raspberry and or... somebody hands you a raspberry jam, that's a killer jam, man. Yeah, but would you ever say killer jam outside of like, like you said, music-wise? Like a Euro club? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what's a killer jam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you'll have your chance in March to read this in large print, because okay. killer jam is coming yeah. your way. All right. Stop saying killer jam. Killer jam. All right. Uh, Death stalks the Rangers. Yeah, this the Power this, Rangers. No, that's true. Texas Ranger oh. Sean Kennedy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When a Texas Ranger is murdered, his fellow Rangers will stop at nothing to find his killer. Mm-hmm. Lone Star lawman Sean Kennedy and Levi Mallory follow a cold trail across Texas to track down the man who shot Ranger Thad Dutton. And neither vicious it's outlaws nor involved. a ruthless town boss <laughs> will keep them from settling the score for their fallen comrade. Yeah. This has a ridiculous cover. So okay. I'm not going to explain it to All you. Right. This is coming out in large print, uh, new to large print. So, again, ground floor right here. You yeah. can have it. We'll have this in March. Uh, let's talk standard print, and let's talk our favorite <laughs> punching bag, the James Patterson bookshot. We've got you know, two. We're doing him way more service than he's doing us in this podcast. That's true. We're, we're getting all 37 yeah, listeners know, into <laughs> James Patterson. But that gives us a lot of fodder. That's to true. talk about. So without without Jimmy P, what will we talk about? And we have a lot more listeners than that. So please I, no, don't. I, okay. Don't sell yourself short. We always do that, man. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, James Patterson. I guess I'm in a killer jam emotionally. <laughs> That's right. James Patterson Bookshots, juror number three. Now, to answer your question before you ask it, this is not book three in a new juror series. I thought it was. This follows juror number three uh, in a okay. jury. Yeah. Uh, co-written with Nancy Allen. Okay. Uh, juror number three he doesn't has even a, have time to write book shots. He doesn't have time to write book shots. No, no. He can turn one of these out on the toilet, and what here is he is he farming doing it out. He's just like sitting around, not writing Alex Cross. When you have that much money, <laughs> it's a real burden. Yeah. Juror number three has a shocking secret. Struggling young attorney Ruby Bozarth has landed the murder case of a lifetime. Her gut says he's innocent, but only a jury can decide. And this jury has a secret. Uh huh. Secret jury. Yeah. They're still trying to figure out their current powers, so they can't focus on... (laughs) Current gifts. (laughs) Current gifts, sorry. Uh, Also from James Patterson, uh, with new co-author, and this is a super easy name to pronounce, and I'm sure I'm going to say it right, Dwayne Swearzynski. Swearzynski. Great job on Dwayne. I know. <laughs> Anybody who has a name like that, just too confusing. I can't can't even pronounce you, it. You're uh, shut- Jessica for affirmation? <laughs> no, she just has a Listeners crazy Listeners wouldn't know name. because <laughs> Jessica's been quiet yeah, over in the corner the working. Yep. Uh, but previous guest of the show, Jessica, is here. She is here. And yeah. Jessica, Nick- give us a big hello. Hello. All right. Yeah, and she's here. Nick just, as he was saying that, he, he turned to Jessica to, like, she she has one of those last names that has six or seven consonants right in a row, and I always have trouble. I have okay. to stop and think. All I right. know it now. Weisscheck. 
There you go. Okay. See, I can do it. Uh, anyway, let's Just... talk, let's get back to the shut in. <laughs> okay. By James Patterson and Dwayne Swears and right, shut in. I know you're watching me. This is a book shot. Oh boy creepy i know you're watching me confined to a studio apartment trisha Celano watches the outside world through a flying drone Ooh, mm. look at that yeah relevant but when her high-tech toy records a vicious murder she's determined to track down the killer a killer who knows she's being watched hold on is this just an update a rear window because that's exactly what it sounds like to me just throw in a drone uh-huh. get rid of chris reeves and you've got the latest chris reeves christopher reeve yeah was in the remake yeah this is, I'm saying, this is the even newer. Okay, more than uh, Disturbia. More than Disturbia, yeah. It's sorry, even newer Shia than, than Disturbia. Let's not talk about Shia LaBeouf. Let's not bring <laughs> things down. All right. Uh, let's move on to standard print. Oh, boy, but, Ann Perry fans, look out. Yeah? What were you going to say? I was going to say, you already said, let's move on to standard print. Oh, I guess I mean, let's, let's move on to book non, books, yeah. real books. Ooh, no, burn. No, no. Oh, boy. They're novellas. You just lost a lot of They're book novellas. Fans. All right. Murder on the Serpentine, a mm. Charlotte and Thomas Pitt book, book number 32 in this series. We read the first in this book series in for the book club we earlier did. this year. What? Not you, okay? but the book club read it. When's my next book club? I don't know, man. Woman in Cabin 10. That's not for a while. Oh. Uh, the Queen of... What's the plot of that? Never mind. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> the Queen of the Victorian Mystery, New York Times bestselling author Anne Perry returns with a 30-second novel in the Inspector Pitt series, Murder on the Serpentine. Mm. Pitt is on a secret mission for the Queen. Maybe his last. <laughs> Great. He, he'll probably be fine. Yeah. His current gift will get him through. <laughs> sure will. That's coming out in March. Yeah. Uh, Lisa C., new by Lisa C., a thrilling new novel from number one New York Times bestselling author, Lisa C. explores the lives of a Chinese mother and her daughter who's been adopted by an American couple. The Tea Girl of Hummingbird Lane <laughs> by Lisa C. This is coming out in March. Mm-hmm. Have you read any Lisa C.? No. I don't think I have either. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm going to cut us there. Okay. Got a lot more. Great. Danielle Steele. <gasps> yeah, coming up, but I'm not going to tell you now. <laughs> yeah, you got to come back for more later yeah. on. All right. So let's talk New, New York, York Times, Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. I'm so excited. Where's the Whistler going to be? Who uh, knows? Well, Woman in Cabin 10 is down at number 16. Oh, no. Yeah. How the um, mighty have fallen. And this this is a big drop for it, but Night School by Lee Child dropped down to 13. The gift-giving season's over. Yeah, it really so. is. Yeah. Uh, but And so is the Jack Reacher film I'm series. Still, I'm still surprised. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story by Alexander Freed, the movie novelization, mm. is at 11. Wow. It's It's been in this Pretty section good. for like three yeah. weeks now. Yeah. I am surprised that a yeah. novelization is... I mean... I don't think The Force Awakens did that well. No. But I guess this movie has a lot more like... It would be... Like, I felt like, oh, I want to read this novel so yeah. I can like dig into it yeah. a little deeper. It was great. Know? So... Have you read Catalyst yet? No. Okay. Well, that one looks like a longer, drier read. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. So number 10 on the bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. I'm ready. Tom Clancy, True Faith and Allegiance by Mark Greeny. Mm-hmm. Jack Ryan Jr.? Jack Ryan Jr. That's cute. JJ. Yeah. JRJ. JJ? JRJ. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number nine. Nine weeks on the list, The Chemist by Stephanie Meyer. Holding strong. Yeah. We just got our copy of Life and Death. Gender Swap Twilight in the young adult section. So yeah. all of you beating yeah. down the door saying, where's that gender swapped Twilight? Bo and uh, Edith. No, Edith doesn't sound right. Maybe it is. Okay. Well, I don't care. All right. Number <laughs> <laughs> number eight, Honesty. Small Great Things oh. by Jody Picoult. Uh-huh. Uh, number seven. Like donuts. 
Donuts are, yeah. Small, donut holes. Small, great, yeah, yeah. Even smaller, great things. Yeah. <laughs> Tim bits. Yeah. Uh, number seven, No Man's Land by David Baldacci. Mm-hmm. Holding strong. Yep. Uh, the Badalch. No surprise there. Uh, number six, Cross the Line by James Patterson. Solo. By himself. Solo Patterson. Yeah. Yep. Solo P. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detective Alex Cross and his wife, Bree. Great. Team up to catch a killer causing chaos in Washington, D.C. Now I know there's a Bree. Yeah. Subsetting. Sorry, man. Go on. Number five. The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. Now, this Topical, was... Topical, because that is our book club book. When? Well, it's the... We're read, we'll meet in February to discuss it. Nice. Nightingale is technically today, so All you're right. probably too late to join yeah. this book club. Yeah. But we're starting Colson Whitehead's Underground Railroad yeah. for our next book. Yeah. That made Nick's uh, top 10 books mm-hmm. of 2016 sure. yeah. list. Yeah. Probably Thanks. the most highly regarded book I read in, That's in 2016. Yeah. Um, when did you re- you read that? while it was like was I read it when it first came out. Okay, uh, number four, The Whistler by John Grisham, <laughs> dropped down to four. Stop. <laughs> number three, Below the Belt. Ooh. by Stuart Woods. Look out. Uh, let's see, New York lawyer Stone I Barrington. I don't think that's allowed. What? I think that's like a, a technical foul. Yeah. Like at a boxing match. Well, Stone Barrington faces danger when he finds himself in possession of a retired CIA agent explosive memoir. Hmm. Hmm. Is, okay. it, is the memoir called Below the Belt? Maybe. Hmm. Do any of these titles ever make any sense? Family yeah, Jewels and... I think my favorite title of his, he has a book called Loitering with Intent. Yeah. And I just think it's clever. That's great. Yeah. That's all. Uh, number two... Two by two, Nicholas Sparks. Nikki Sparks. 14 weeks on this list. You know, we should mention for our February 13th podcast, we're going to be talking Nicholas Sparks with a special guest. Yeah. Uh, An old friend of mine, a current wife of yours. (laughs) Current wife. (laughs) Yep. So that's coming up. Really, her, uh, how she performs on the podcast will determine whether or not she stays current wife. Really? Yeah. Really? There's a lot right High stakes. Yeah. High stakes. So That's we'll great. see. She's been preparing for this uh, visit on the podcast for 10 years now. Wouldn't 10 years, yes. Ever since yep. she, she first found Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, that's true. Walk to Remember? Is that what is that what brought her in? The Guardian? The Guardian. I don't know. The Guardian's she'll, her favorite. I know she said yeah. that. Well, we shouldn't spoil all this. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Number one, new this week, no surprise here, The Mistress by Daniel Steele. Mm-hmm. I am a little surprised. Oh, wow. It's, I mean, I guess... Danielle no, Steele, no, I'm queen not, of fiction. And you're surprised probably, that she's at number one? It'll probably stay here. Like, it probably won't be there next week. Ooh, I'm, I'm sure it'll take boy. a dump. But <laughs> you better hope Danielle Steele's not listening. She just sent her guys after you. It doesn't matter. She doesn't have time. She's already got her next follow-up book coming out. So the beautiful... But like I just said. She's got, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you after all. Okay. Dangerous Games by Danielle Steele coming out March 7th. March 7th. That's two months. Yeah. She's got, she's got plenty of time but to put not, a hit out on it's you. It's not Danielle Steele and somebody else. Yeah. She's turning these out like Joyce Carol Oates style. She just keeps going. Okay. Anyway. Uh, the beautiful like, mistress of a Russian oligarch falls in love with an artist and yearns for freedom. Sounds pretty good. It does, yeah. Danielle Steele, yep. printing money. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all we got. That that's was number it. That's one. That's the whole list. Yeah, that's okay. what happens when you get to number that's one. That's exciting. Sure is. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to get to our segment? I sure do. You want me to introduce? Yeah, it? I thought oh, so. Okay. All right, sure. This I'll is your. This is your baby. This is my baby. Yeah. You're the one who wanted to do it. That's true. You want me to say it then? No. It's all right. We've already wasted enough time talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about the most anticipated books of 2017. Wait. Some of these. Didn't are... we just do this? That's what I said off mic. <laughs> You're not supposed to bring it up. 
No, we no. didn't just do this. Last week we talked about Page in case you missed it. Yeah, the the movies, the books that are t- being turned into movies in 2017. Yeah. Not necessarily books coming out this year, but yes. movies coming out based on books. Now we're talking about uh, Page to continuing on Page. <laughs> so, yes. Is that what we should call this yep. segment? Page to still so on page. So these are the most anticipated books. Page we, to page. I got some young adult books that are anticipated. Yeah. Nick's got some adult books that are anticipated. And I've got some sick beats. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just in the mood for a killer jam. I don't know why, but it's just <laughs> like it keeps... Yeah. All right. So let's talk 2017. Now, some of these are books that I am particularly, like me personally, am excited about. Some of these are what the world at large yeah, tells us we should be excited about. I think we talked about this about. last year when we were trying to talk about like books we were looking forward to and realized like, I'm just not up to date with anything that I can't ever say like I've got something to look forward to this okay. year. Especially with like, you know, I'm behind with Brandon Sanderson books. Yeah. Michael Crichton's gone. No, well, Dragon Teeth is still coming out though. When's it coming out? 2017. <gasps> yeah. That's my most anticipated book of the year. I know. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah Michael we'll Crichton writing about that. the wars of fossil hunting. I like to be. There's there's not a lot of series that I'm up to date on. You know, like I love yeah. Murder, She Wrote, but I'm behind like five years on that series. Yeah. I always like jump right to the new Grisham book, but I've been bitten twice now. Rogue Lawyer and <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever Twice third bitten, was, third shy. Is that yeah. what you say? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see about that. There's a couple authors that I anticipate. Stephen King is another one. Yeah. I guess what happens is like a book... If I'm reading a new book, it, it comes out and I see it and I, I'll be excited to read it, but like I don't anticipate I them. Know. You know, like I'll see one, yeah. like, oh, that looks cool. And like the same thing with like young adult books. Like, I guess I look forward to them more being added to our collection than mm. me actually reading them. Some I think are cool. Mm. Like, uh, The Cure for the Common Universe, when that came out, I was looking forward to reading it, okay. but it wasn't like there's one on this list that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. All right. So. so, well, let's dive in. So you've got some, you got some mostly young adult titles. Yeah. Do you there. want me to start? Right. I think I have more than you, so let me dig in. All right. Uh, we have... What's your list? We're borrowing lists from the internet. I'm cobbling some things together. Uh, um, some of these I found on thevulture.com. Some of these I found on Entertainment Weekly. The Vulture tends to have more... Uh, Entertainment Weekly had like 35 yeah. books. I, was I like, think the Vultures are more like highbrow, like award kinds of stuff uh, that they're pulling. Entertainment Weekly is a little bit more like... I guess I just it will be best don't respect Entertainment Weekly at all. You don't respect no. Entertainment Weekly? Wow. No, I, a bold... all, all their views like that just, I think, are trash. I've thought that forever. Huh. So... That's a bold and inflammatory statement, and I want to thank you for saying that right before I use this entertainment weekly list. Your your timing was impeccable, so thank you so much. I just thought this was my moment to be brave and stand up to Entertainment Weekly. Good for you. Yeah, take that. Uh, Sleeping Beauties by Stephen King. This does not have a release date yet. Working on it with his son, Owen King. Yeah, it's a novel. Owen King as in Joe Hill? No. So who's Joe Hill? Joe Hill is Stephen King's other son. He's got more than one child. Yeah. It's got uh, a monarchy. Collabor- monarchy collaboration fear. with Owen King, <gasps> Sleeping Beauties. Uh, the project was announced back in September. It doesn't have a release date yet. No. I would expect it in 2017. And when it comes out, I'll check it out. All right. A little father-son uh, combo here. I'm going to so. look up a cover of Dragon Teeth. Okay. I don't think they've released it yet, but go ahead. Uh, I am looking forward to, let me mention one, David Sedaris. Now, you've only read Holidays on Ice. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um... That has some great stuff in it. Probably not my favorite. My favorite's probably Dress Your Family in Corduroy and Denim. But his, uh, <gasps> I find usually his stuff based on like his family life is my favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, stuff from his childhood. I think he's pretty much mined that to death, so I don't think there's okay. going to be a lot of that more. But coming out May 30th from A Little Brown and Company, we have Theft by Finding, 
Diaries, 1977 to 2002 by David Sedaris. So these are just his weird anecdotal thoughts on things that happen. And that, I feel like, is where he really, like, shines. So I'm excited to read these. I actually haven't read his most recent uh, essay collection, Let's Talk Diabetes with the Owls. I've always wanted to, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. But those are best audiobook because his delivery is so good. So I just haven't, like, sat down and listened to this yet. Right. But um, I am excited about Theft by Finding. So that's coming out uh, May 30th. Okay. Uh, are you going to talk about Dragon Teeth when it comes... Uh, no, go ahead. I think it's only right that you talk about Dragon Teeth. May 23rd. I broke the story, but it's... That's you, true. You can run with it. May 23rd, uh, 2017. I'm looking at the cover. It's awesome. Is it? Uh, it makes me... It, it's no... I mean, they're definitely trying to harken back to Jurassic Park with this when you see it. It's Why a not? cowboy yeah. riding on his horse. Oh, wow. Which is walking along a yes. T-Rex skull that looks like a mountain hill. It's, it's very cool. very reminiscent of yeah. The Lost World in particular, yeah. that cover. Oh, yeah. The Lost World cover was so good. Yeah. So it was Jurassic Park. Anyway. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. I mean, it looks so, fun. So that is exciting. Do you think that uh, – I wonder if there's any connections to Jurassic Park. Probably not. You know, I wonder if – you don't think? I don't know. All right. It's rough reading Bring when they're like when somebody's like, and the dinosaurs are dead, and it's just the fossil, mm. like story about the fossil. I'm like, darn it, maybe okay. maybe the twist at the ending was like, oh no, we've yeah. discovered a cave full of dinosaurs. Yeah, and now it's a rip roaring adventure. Okay, rip and roaring. Yes, because that's what both. I get it. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Uh, here's one that that I'm looking forward to. It's coming out in October. Um, I was just mentioning my love of Mad Men, watching it. Uh, this is the creator, uh, Matthew Weiner, is writing his first novel. So he wrote a lot of the episodes of Band Men, nice. including the finale and some of the bigger episodes. So we know he can write. Uh-huh. We'll see how he works with prose fiction. But this is called Heather, the Totality. Mm. Mad Men creator Weiner's literary debut is the tale of a family and a psychopath. Okay. Coming to you in October. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Caravel by Stephanie Garber. This comes out January 31st. Uh, I guess this has already been read, though. It's a, it's her debut. It's a fantasy. It's set in the world of Carvel, a once-a-year performed base game that the audience participate in. That seemed like nonsense to me. That is when sisters Scarlet yeah. and Tella are invited after waiting their entire lives, they leave their home behind for a dangerous five-night game with love, magic, betrayal, and more. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so there you go. All right. But yeah, I, you... I've seen this everywhere. Okay, so that's something you know. Yeah. All right, uh, another... A well-known name going into a different direction here. We have Daniel Hander, Handler's uh, first. I want to say this is his first adult novel. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, take a peek at the opening lines of the... Yeah, here's the opening... No, I'm not going to read it. You know what? I am going to read it. Let me put it this way. This is how much I think about sex. Draw a number line with zero... Uh, is you never think about sex, and 10 is it's all you think about. And while you're drawing the line, I'm thinking about sex. <laughs> so not not your lemony snicket of the right. past here. Yeah. Uh, so this is an adult novel called All, <laughs> all the Dirty Parts. So quite a divergent yeah. from uh, what he's written in the divergent? past. No, not with that. Oh. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that he's published under his uh, actual name, Daniel Handler, before. Yeah. I guess maybe he must have some obscure thing, but he's he's best known for a series of unfortunate events, which yeah. is now a Netflix. So if you like series of Neil unfortunate Patrick events, Harris, you're gonna uh, like all the dirty right parts. So all the dirty parts, yeah. So this is coming out August 29th. Yeah. Have so, you watched that? Uh, no, you don't have. Netflix. I haven't. No, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Uh, his writing, his his lemony snicket writing is it's yeah. it's a little snarky. It's clever. It's mm-hmm. a lot of wordplay. Uh, so I imagine it would translate well into. An I adult saw books. series of unfortunate events, the movie. 
in theaters. Jim Carrey. But I haven't watched the Netflix show. No, I haven't seen that either. But I guess I don't really have, like, any desire to. I'm not really connected to those. You have you not read them? No. I like them. Though Patrick Warburton's in it, so that's that's usually a win. Yeah, I like him. So. Uh, All right. King's Cage by Victoria Aveyard. Uh, This is the Mm. third book in the Red Queen series. Um, So I I can't say what it does because it's spoilers oh yeah if you haven't read the first two you didn't care so much about spoiling alex cross for me but I, i'm glad to, <laughs> to hear you care. uh so what is that that's a uh, red queen and the glass crown okay glass sword yeah. i can't remember but king's cage these, no these are pretty popular these are very popular remain. yeah uh almost as popular as truth witch <laughs> <laughs> truth witch i love it i'm gonna have yeah. to read it okay um this is a this is a trend that i don't like so much when this happens mm. uh, Sarah Schmidt's coming out with a novel called See What I Have Done, and in it she she tackles the Lizzie Borden story, which may or may not have unfolded as we've always thought. Mm-hmm. I don't really like when we take like a historical thing and like twist it and say, but here's what really happened. That's really, why you don't like Jack the Ripper stories. It doesn't really interest me. Yeah, I guess right. you're right. Winter Song by S.J. Jones, February 7th. This is another debut, which is already gaining traction and high praise. Okay. Falls a 19-year-old Liesl, a simple girl, helping run her family's inn and composing music based on her fairy tale dreams of the Goblin King. However, when her sister is taken by the goblins to the actual Goblin King, Liesl goes after her and offers her life as her sister's become the Goblin King's bride. While he still inspires her music, Liesl finds herself losing bits of the girl she was while under his spell. Is this Labyrinth? Maybe. I'm, I haven't seen Labyrinth, so I don't really know. God, you're a monster. Sorry. I, I always find these things out about you that have yeah. I known before we were friends. To be fair, you've known that I haven't seen Labyrinth for years. Yeah. And that Not doesn't mean I don't like Labyrinth. Yeah. It means that I haven't seen Labyrinth. I don't understand. All right, Angelica Baker, uh, new debut author here. Our Little Racket, it's called, coming out June 20th. When an investment bank collapses, the women in a (gasps) fallen CEO's orbit must reassess their own roles. Mm -hmm. Cynthia Diaprick Sweeney, author of The Nest, upcoming book club book. Oh, yeah, The Nest. Says, uh, Angelica Baker is wildly talented, and this debut is her gorgeous opening note. Okay. So you can check that out June 20th. Um, The Ship Beyond Time by Heidi Heilig comes out february 28th this is the sequel to the girl from everywhere mm-hmm. uh which is a it's like a blue greenish wave looks like listerine oh. uh with a ship on it okay actually now that i think of that it really does look like listerine maybe it is so that's great uh i don't know anything about the book it's a time uh she's uh on a time traveling ship okay so that sounds fun i love yeah. time travel we should do a time travel spotlight sometime that would be fun i've read enough time travel i've read timeline I haven't read Timeline, but I will. <gasps> that's going to be my next book. Maybe, maybe that's what we should do. We should spur it on. I'll do, do it. That. Yeah. So. All right. Um, well, I mentioned how we've been, my wife and I have been watching. Oh, jeez. Go ahead. That, the next book. It's funny. Terry Brooks series. Um, uh, Legends of Shannara, the MTV series. It's oh, out yeah. Right now. We've been watching through that. <laughs> yes. um, and this is, the, the Shannara books have been going on since, like, the late 70s, and there's so many different, like, yeah. little offshoots and everything. It's kind of hard to follow. The series it's is so funny on. that you're at home. You and your wife are just watching an MTV fantasy series. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's based on uh, one of the books in one of the early trilogies. Uh, Terry Brooks is starting a new quadrilogy that supposedly is like, that's it. This is done. He's only going to write four more books, and then it's done. (laughs) So Terry Brooks, The Black Elfstone, is coming out June 13th. Mm -hmm. So you can take a look at that. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, so this book is uh, by Rin Chupeco. Rin Tintin. 
Rin Chapeco. Canine Cap. She is the author of The Girl from the Well okay. and The Suffering. Those are like horror books that we have in our young adult section. <laughs> the reason I haven't read the title yet is because I know you're going to laugh. I'm ready. It's called The Bone Witch. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has got to be connected to the nope. Witch series. Nope. This is not part of the tw- Witch series. Yes, it is. No. Sandwich. No, the, I told you. Uh, when, does, w- when does Sausage Witch come out? <laughs> Truth Witch is getting the sequel Wind Witch. Wind Witch. Truth witch, wind, wind witch, witch, bone witch. Bone witch is a different, is okay. different. But those are real. But beach witch, sandwich, sausage witch. Right, those are fake. Are fake. Those we were those were a parody. Yeah. Bone witch, real. Right. Sandwich. Fake. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just trying to get it straight. Uh, so the girl from the well, we only just added that to our collection, but it did check out a, a few times during the uh, the Halloween defensive. series. You sound pretty <laughs> defensive. It did check out. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all I got. Oh, I mean, I got another one. Strange, Strange, the Dreamer, by Lainey Taylor. I like the that new title. series from the daughter of Smoke and Bone author follows Orphan Laszlo as he goes from being a junior librarian to following his dream and a hero named Godslayer across the world to a mysterious local called Weep, well, where a like devastating it. tragedy like took place two hundred years ago. I don't like the title. I don't like the author's Hold on. name. Laszlo Lainey. must solve centuries-old mystery and answer. A few of his own haunting questions in the start of this fantasy series came out. The twenty comes out March twenty eighth. Okay, you don't like anything about it. Got it. I don't like anything about it. All right. Here's one that I'm excited about, and also I love the cover. Uh, Into the Water coming out May second <gasps> by Paula Hawkins. Paula Hawkins of Girl on the Train fame. Oh yeah, this good. is a follow up. So a lot of pressure. Usually the sophomore entry is the not good one. Right. You know, mm-hmm. second books tend to sort of boop. Yeah. You know. I think that's kind of true with, like, Gillian Flynn. Dark Places was my least favorite of her three. Uh, But this, you know, hopefully will be good. As the millions of readers who devoured the girl on the train know, author Paula Hawkins is very good at playing with your perception, and she does it again in her new novel, Into the Water, which she says is about sisters who have a very messy history and two women who turn up dead weeks apart at the bottom of a river. So it's really mining new territory here, I think, with uh, this book. (laughs) Um, if you were paying attention, you would have laughed at my ride joke. No, I there, get it. But okay, um, all right. Well, if you're counting John Lang as Michael Crichton's like first one, then Scratch One is his second book. So I haven't read that. I've read it. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, that's the second book. Yeah. Unless you're counting his actual Michael Crichton books, then it's The Terminal Man. I haven't read Terminal Man. Okay. I've read Andromeda Strain. Is that helpful at all? No. Okay. All right. Always and forever. Lara Jean. Is it Lara Jean? Yeah. By Jenny Han. Um, Do you say Jenny Craig? No, Jenny Han. Oh. This is part of the uh, P.S. I Still Love You, the To All the Boys I've Loved Before series. So uh, so if you've read those, like Nick has, you'll mm-hmm. be excited for this one. Okay. So they're a YA, they're you know young adult romance novel, but they're very popular. They check out all the time. And then I've got A Court of Wings and Ruin. By Sarah J. Maas. Comes out May 2nd. This is the third of her other series, uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses. So, this comes out May 2nd. Mm -hmm. No cover. No cover. That's sad. Yeah. All right, go ahead. No, you go ahead. All right. Flame in the Mist. Oh, I'm reading from uh, Pop Crush, whatever magazine this is. I just tore down Entertainment Weekly, but I'm on Pop Crush. Pop Crush. That's got to be this is from the author of the Wrath and the Dawn series. Comes a new journey about a samurai's daughter. Okay, I'm on. Uh, Mariko, 
who is uh, stuck in an arranged marriage to improve her family's standing. A gang called the Black Clan tries to kill her while she's traveling to the city, so Mariko goes undercover Mulan-style as a boy to infiltrate the group and find out who is after her. Okay. Um, that seems insensitive to say, because Mulan is a Chinese, is Japanese. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Alec Baldwin coming what? back with, uh, it's like a memoir. Wow. I think he's he's written one before, but it was about like his horrible, messy divorce and the after right. effects of that. So this one's just about him being a jerk. Yes. <laughs> this one is called Nevertheless. The actor gets candid about his Long Island upbringing, mm. struggles with addiction, storied career, and family. That's you know, a, interesting that's a about weak title. Baldwin? He has a weird career. Yeah. Because like for a long time, he tried to be like leading man Alec Baldwin, and it never right. really panned out. Well, that's because he didn't play Batman. The shadow went nowhere. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, not that that really helped, like, say, Val Kilmer, for example. But, you <laughs> okay. know, then, then he had, like, this, like, second act as, as this comic actor, which yeah. is, you know, I really feel like SNL resurrected his career he's, and, like, put him on the trajectory. He's funny in uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. You've never seen it. Don't. No, but, I mean, it's so early. It, that, was, that was long before he All turned right. into, like, a comic actor. Kind of like Vince Vaughn. Remember how Vince Vaughn was, like, the menacing stepdad for, like, ten years? And then people were like, yeah. oh, he's funny. I guess I only ever knew him as Nick Van Owen. I don't know what that is. He's uh, the photographer in uh, The Lost World Jurassic Park. The Lost Park. World Jurassic Park, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Lord of Shadows, Cassandra Clare, The Dark Artifices. Artifices? Yeah, Shadowhunter novel, book two. Well, I'm sure we'll get this. She can't we'll get this, and it will never check out. Just like her first book, the whatever it was the queen the these are lady. these are confusing to me her books are like there's yeah. so many little like sub series yeah. and stuff i never this comes out may 23rd when people ask me questions about that I'm, please check our book out once i don't know uh peter heller celine coming out march 7th this is about celine dion just kidding it's not <gasps> celine a pi investigates a case in yellowstone national park that quickly becomes far more complex than the random animal attack it was made out to be uh this is by peter heller and i love mm-hmm. the cover it's green. Uh-huh. It's got binoculars upside down. Okay. I don't know. It's really That's working it? for me. It's got a retro feel to it. I okay. like it. Yeah. That's all. I'm judging a book by its cover. Okay. Uh, House of Furies by Madeline Rowe. This is about all the personalities living in uh, Nicolas Cage's head. Yes. Sorry. House of Furies. <laughs> um, no, this is uh, a new series. This is the first book in a new series by the author of the Asylum series. And I got those so we would have them for Halloween like last year. 2015? Yeah. And they check out all year. You did that for a book club, didn't you? Yeah. But they're always going out, like, different pieces. So I guess they're it's a popular series. Okay. So she's got a new book. We'll be getting that. Uh, what is this? Our Dark Duet by Victoria Schwab. This is the second book in Schwab's Monsters of Verity series. Uh, Savage, Savage, Savage Song was the first one. I haven't read these, so I don't know what they're about. comes out June 13th. Okay. Um, George Saunders, who's known more for short stories, has a new novel coming out, again, great cover, uh, called Lincoln in the Bardo, coming out on Valentine's Day. Saunders' first novel, which unspools during one long night in a graveyard, is narrated by multiple voices. And I gotta say, it's working for me. <laughs> it looks cool, it sounds cool. Okay. I wanna know about it. Okay. That's all I got. That's it? Okay. I have a few more I wanna mention. Joyce Carol Oates, A Book of American Martyrs, uh, coming out February 7th. Again, this is the one that she was writing when she was here. So if anybody's curious about that, uh, that's coming out February 7th. Two families collide, and it's latest, that of an evangelical Christian man who murdered an abortion doctor and the 
physician's grieving wife and children. So not an easy book, uh, as hers tend to be. Uh, This one also, Eline Mastai, All Our Wrongs Today, All Our Wrong Todays. A man from a utopian parallel universe ends up in our 2016 after a time travel mishap. So that sounds like it would be hard to make that good and not heavy-handed. So hopefully he's up to the Mm -hmm. task. Uh, Finally, I will mention Alexander McCall Smith's uh, My Italian Bulldozer. So if you were here uh, and heard McCall Smith's talk, he, he gave an extended story about this book, uh, My Italian Bulldozer, Bulldozer, and it kind of brought down the house. People loved the story. Mm-hmm. So the book that that, uh, you know, that that story was inspired by is coming out in March. Mm-hmm. I have my copy already. So There you go. Pretty, pretty advanced stuff going on over yeah. here. So you can get that in March, and that's one that we will definitely have. So is there anyone in particular that you... Uh, out of anything I just said? Yeah. Just the Michael Crichton book. Okay. That's, There's some young adult nice. that you're probably excited for, though, that I didn't... Uh, May Lois 1st. Lane. Lois Lane, book three. Yeah. You and nobody else. Uh, uh, my sister-in-law threat. also loves them. Triple Threat. Yeah. So I guess they're doing that uh, Stephanie Plum kind of titling. So the next Is one, it? Well, the first one was whatever, Fallout. The second one was Double Down. Double Down. And now yeah. Triple Threat. Triple Threat. And then Quadruple Quest. Yeah. That's, so. that's not bad. That's not bad. I um, and then you got... Um, August 29th, Wonder Woman, Warbringer by Leah Berdago. Uh, she That's writes the... Like a uh, young adult book? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, Marvel and DC are getting on it. You've got a uh, Captain Marvel That's book coming out uh, next year, I think. Huh. Like Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and I mean, we've got two of the new Black Widow books. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, I still have... I got an advanced copy of that first book. It's not advanced anymore. But I always wanted to read it. I just never sat oh, down I thought you had already to read it. No. All right. Well, that's no. all I got. A lot of good stuff. No, not nothing that was like, nothing like last year where I was like, oh, I might read that. But that nothing. list was a lot of like sequels huh. or. No, there's quite a few ones. I'm excited about, and I skipped over uh, several for time. Yeah. That sounded Stephen King to one? me, so we'll keep up with it. Okay. But anyway, remember you oh. can. We need what? we need ratings. We need people to rate us on iTunes. Share us with their <laughs> friends. I mean. Okay. You can follow That's us. That's a desperate plea. No, it's not a desperate plea. I'm just saying. People a lot of people like the show. Yeah. Not a lot of people review the show and it's helpful. So take a minute, yeah. review it on iTunes. It's just a quick segue, I guess. I was like, I guess I'm not really that excited. And you're like, uh-huh. rate us. Uh-huh. That's Probably it. drawing attention to it. Yeah. Made it seem even I'm more stark. But so hungry, and it's because you took those crackers away from I'm me. I'm sorry. Nick Nobody... had like ten saltines Nobody just wants sitting to here and he took them away from me. Nobody wants to hear you chew. Uh, you can you can find us on Twitter at All the Book Show, uh-huh. Facebook David A. Howe Public Library. Right. Uh, you can email us at Wellsville at stls.org. That's no true. one has ever emailed us, so if you want to be the first, yeah, this how, could be your chance. how are you going to relate to uh, so, Hi Harry, yeah, Hi Matilda? Book. If you don't, yeah, if you're not emailing, if you're not emailing yourself, constantly. constantly. <laughs> that's the same. Thing. Attachments right. was emailed right by uh, Rainbow Rowell. Yes, it was. That's a. Yeah. That's a little bit. That premise of that was a little bit more believable, though, because that was an inner office thing. So, like, also, you of know what? They'd be That's set in the nineties, isn't it? It is set in the nineties. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, that makes way more, more sense. relevant there. So she comes up with these concepts. She's like, "Oh shoot, yeah. I got to set this back then." Yes. Yeah. Um, Somebody with their. I will. I'll mention too. A couple of our upcoming talks are going to be. We're going to talk Dan Brown in a little bit when the uh, DVD of Inferno well, Nick comes and out. our. Guest will be talking Dan Brown. Yeah. I'll be sitting here with Wikipedia open going, did you know Dan Brown's a lefty? That's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful. We're going to be talking Nicholas Sparks. That's yeah. going to be a rough one. Nick and our guest will be talking That's Nicholas gonna... Sparks. What? Why me? Have you read any Nicholas Sparks? No, but I will. You're going to read Nicholas Sparks yeah. in less than a month. I'm committed. Valentine's Day is coming, man. I know. All I'll right. You've I'll got less than a month. Which so one are you going to read? Things. I don't know. 
His shortest? <laughs> yeah. Those are a couple things that we're going to be talking about. So if yeah. you got thoughts on those, we'd Knights love to of, hear it, Knights as always. Uh, next week, this is exciting. Um, remember, you can find us on SoundCloud.com slash all the books. You can find us on YouTube. You can uh, YouTube is the one I want to talk about, though, because next week... Uh, star of the radio, Peter Mingles, is going to be here with us filming as he did for episode 50. So you'll I, be you'll be able to find this in glorious color. I might have to uh, update our YouTube. Okay. Again, not, not relevant to our talk, but <laughs> um, Pete will be filming us next week. So you'll be able to listen to it on the Angelica radio station or download it as you normally would. Oh, but if boy. you want to seek out the video of it, you can find that on YouTube, okay. and we will link that on Facebook and Twitter. So you'll definitely be able to find it. All right. Uh, let's talk library news. What do you have coming up? Uh, you're, you're shocked normal, by this. Every I know. Well, week it's because I never have like amazing. We just got our uh, normal programs. Yeah. So card club on Tuesdays at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Anime club Wednesdays five thirty. Uh, I guess that's it. Okay. Our next after <laughs> Minecraft movie. Mondays mm-hmm. three o'clock. Yeah. On Mondays. Next Minecraft. after school movie is the middle school James Patterson. Yeah. There you based go. On Jimmy P. So I heard the movie's not good. Oh really? But that's all from like adult okay. reviewers. Well, it's got Lauren Graham. And the kid is the kid from Private Practice, so it's got some people that I know. I, uh, uh, our senior matinee. It's got Retta from uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec oh, in there. Uh, senior matinee coming up on the twenty fourth. We're showing the Intern. That's at two o'clock. Robert De Niro and Hathaway. Eric's been bugging me about showing well, it that. Just... Uh, our first family matinee. Uh, we always have a, a kids matinee. Uh, the Saturday, third Saturday of the month. So this one is going to be January 21st. We're showing Secret Life of Pets, yeah. which I've seen 75% of. You loved. And I hope the first 25% was good because you, the second... You could not slapping your knee. Yeah, I know. You was could not stop slapping from, your from knee. From slapping my knee so much. But uh, kids loved it. My son loved it. So there come on out. Free family entertainment. But your son didn't like trolls. He didn't like trolls, no. So your son is two uh, and a half? D- yeah. Two and a half didn't like trolls. That's, no, he didn't. It, must, it has to be pretty bad. Just, uh, I don't. We don't have to. We don't have to get into a digging. All right, we'll talk about it when we show trolls. Our book clubs are currently reading Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead, as I mentioned, and I've Got You Under My Skin by Mary Higgins Clark. And you probably want to brush up on your Julia Spencer Fleming reading because Julia Spencer Fleming, author of the Claire Ferguson books, starting within the bleak midwinter, uh-huh. will be here March thirty first. What? Yeah. So she'll be giving a talk. She'll sign some books. It'll be a lot of fun. That's coming up March thirty first. We have everything. We have all of her books in our collection, so we can hook you up. That's it. <laughs> That's all I have. Yeah. Anything that else? That was just a you? weird delivery of that. Thank no, you. I got nothing else. Okay. Uh, I guess maybe you're kind of ne- like you're kind of like an internet troll, but like here in person. What? Like I'll say something that would just like people would just accept, but you're like that was actually really weird. <laughs> so save it, save it for the comments section. All right. Is all I'm saying. Uh, if listeners care, uh, by my uh, current trajectory, uh, I'll be watching Alien versus Predator Two: Requiem. In about three years. Three years. So okay. good, good, good to know. So all right, well, in three years I'll be reviewing that. I think that's going to do it for us, Jessica. Do you want to say goodbye to the people? Bye. Okay, Jessica's that, that was Jessica. It's really bringing us down, I think, energy wise. Uh, <laughs> all right, we will see you next week in living color for episode seventy-five.